Thank you to Verb Energy for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up? Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Verb Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Hey guys, welcome back to Rogan Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman, and thank you for circling back and joining me for another episode. And if you're new here, come on in. I'm happy you're listening. And you also have 19 other episodes to go binge. So enjoy. Each week, we are talking all things life, business, and badassery. And this week is a little bit more business focused. But as with most things that we talk about, I really think you can apply it to everyday life too, because who doesn't want balance and consistency? Am I right? I've onboarded several new clients in 2021 so far, and the majority of them are just starting out in their business journey. I love this stage because they are new and quite honestly, moldable. They are open. They don't have their heads stuck in the sand. And I give them my spiel about building their brands with the right foundation, not rushing ahead when they aren't ready, and reminding them that they can't be everything to everyone. Finding your true audience, your niche, your sweet spot is everything. This episode tracks right along with that advice because ultimately you want to build a sustainable business, not one that works for a bit and then tanks or snowballs into something so big you can't manage it anymore. You don't want it to become something you're unhappy doing every day. Building it the right way from the start or giving yourself an intervention and correcting some of your big business mistakes will help it be sustainable, something that will survive any schedule, season, or setback. And we've had a lot of those lately. So I ask you, are you building a sustainable business or are you well on your way to falling apart? got to be honest. I look at some businesses, how they are run, the people who run them, and think, damn, that's going to be a train wreck someday, probably someday soon. And it's for a variety of reasons. Either the person is all over the place with their offerings and it's very clear they don't know what to offer, who to offer it to, or how much to charge. Other times I see the yes people, the people who can't say no to an opportunity, even though they really don't want to do the thing they so graciously just accepted an offer to do. They are gritting their teeth because they feel like they should or have to, or it just feels great to their ego. There are the people who start throwing money at everything, take out business loans and waste time on every quote unquote standard 
marketing technique because that is their preconceived notion of how you need to launch. And the person who makes a business out of every idea because they can't tell the difference between a hobby passion and a passion you can monetize. What do all these people have in common? Well, their methods and therefore businesses aren't sustainable. The money will run out. The drive will run out. The clients will disappear. They need to create a sustainable business. So what is a sustainable business, really? If you Google it, you'll likely see a lot of articles about how green a business is, lead certifications, and carbon footprints. It is also sometimes defined by three categories, people, planet, and profits. There's an evaluation of the impact of an industry on the environment, along with societal implications, governing board diversity, earnings reports. Now, taking care of the planet is important. It's also good to make sure you're not being an asshole to people. If you want your restaurant to use only recycled paper straws, you donate a portion of your book sales to a great cause and maintain equal opportunity hiring practices, those are all good things. But there's another angle too. When I refer to a sustainable business, I mean something different. Is your business sustainable for you? One that evolves not only with the times, but with your life. Businesses aren't just money-making entities. There is a person or people behind them. A business has to be built with functionalities and expectations that are able to be met. Otherwise, everything cracks real quick. You can't whore yourself out for a couple sticks of gum, work 120 hours per week, or get all your work done sitting in a kiddie pool in the backyard. I think that's why a lot of businesses fail. The people starting them are hard workers, have good ideas for products and services, and great intentions. But they don't get set up the right way, a way that is sustainable, and they blow their load early in the game. They fail. And then those statistics scare everyone else, and so many entrepreneurs never step into the spotlight. Business does not need to be that tough. No, it absolutely has its challenges, setbacks, and long nights. Don't expect a fluffy experience, but it can be a lot easier and you can avoid failure if you create something that is sustainable from the get-go. Or again, if you correct it now before you get too far into the abyss. We don't want your business to just be bearable. We want you to be passionate about it and enjoy it. It is possible to wake up and want to work each day. It is possible to like using your talents and experience in exchange for money. It is okay to earn lots of money for having fun doing something. You're probably like, all right, Laura, I get it. I'm in. How the fuck do I make all this shit sustainable? Fair enough. First off, let's get a few housekeeping things out of the way. You need to be clear on what you want out of business. Understand how much money you need to make in a year to make it worthwhile to you. Know your boundaries of how many hours you want, not just can, work each week. Do some math with those numbers and figure out how to price your offerings based on those constraints. 
and keep your offerings extremely limited, especially if you're starting out. Selling shit is the fun part, but unless you've taken the time to think out everything that comes before that, things will get real messy real quick. And when things are too messy, people tend to give up. They'd rather throw in the towel because it seems like too much work to correct their mistakes. Create a business plan, nail down your branding, and write out everything you can about your target audience. Create email templates for your customer experience. Hire someone to create a killer website for you, one that simplifies your business processes and provides structure. Find an accountant. Do the work. Ask yourself, are my do-it-when-I-get-to-it accounting practices and I'll find it on Amazon ordering habits really going to hold up? Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Audible. I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I've pretty much run out of new episodes of my favorite TV shows, and I swear, they don't make movies like they used to. And maybe it's because I now have a podcast, but I've been absorbing a ton of audio content lately instead. It's seriously the ultimate way to multitask. And you all know how much I love a good multitask. Audible literally has thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, comedy, and more to choose from. And you can pause and pick up where you left off on another device. You can even have Alexa pull up your titles. What a time to be alive, right? You can get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Now, some of these things I've talked about in other episodes, and some of these things are pretty basic aspects of business most people know might be necessary. But I want to bring up some angles you might not have fully considered. Stuff beyond choosing a business name, creating a logo, and making sure you can accept credit card payments. One of the biggest ways you can create a sustainable business is by going digital. You know how passionate I am about digital business. It's what I do every day. The reason why I promote digital business so much is because A, it's only going to grow, and if you're not in, you're out, but B, because it checks a lot of the boxes in terms of sustainability. It will carry you through time and a variety of challenges. We are at such an advantage in today's day and age with the technology that is available to us. We can use digital platforms to make ourselves more accessible to our audience, talk to people more frequently, and close deals faster, work from home, fuck going to the office, and handle things on the go, which frees up our time to handle life things that happen at random moments. Digital business also keeps you in control, especially when you use it to its fullest. Now, that's not something we commonly sit down and figure out when we're thinking about starting a business. How can I stay in control? Seriously, though, look at the physical control of your offerings. Do you and your clients always have access to them? Consider all of the brick and mortar locations that suffered during quarantine periods or when they had to board up during riots. A lot of places closed this past year. 
I don't have the pure statistics on the matter, but from what I saw in my own area, the ones that had strong digital platforms set up were able to transition to exclusively selling there for the time being, or didn't see much of a change at all because their clients were already used to connecting with them online. Now take it one step further. How do you get your offering to your client? If you can keep that digital too, great. That's my personal goal in business. But that's not always the case. We need physical products and offerings too. So how have you built pickup, delivery, or shipping into your business? There have been a ton of delays with USPS lately. Do you have a backup plan for when that happens? Is there a better shipping provider? Seeking out those solutions ahead of time will keep your business operational. Being creative with your business from the very beginning and maybe not needing to rely on third parties to get the job done will also allow you to stay in the game. I mentioned how it's unrealistic to work 120 hours per week. I mean, most of us would draw the line well before that, but still, is your business sustainable from a time standpoint? You have to leave time for adulting too. When we sit down and we want to start a business, we don't always consider how much time it takes. If your offerings are requiring too much time, you need to rework them. If you're putting a ton of hours into a client project and walking away with pennies, it's time to up your price or you risk needing to find another supplement to your income, which only adds more hours and energy. Eventually, it won't be worth it. It's not sustainable. How about when it comes to people? Is your business sustainable as a solopreneur or at the very least with limited employees? Or have you created something that is growing, yay, but growing out of control at a rate where you literally don't have enough hands on deck to make it work? Are you offering too many products or services? You don't have to offer a ton of options in order to be successful. Hear me on that one. Limit your products and services as much as possible and get really good at those before you think about adding anything else to the mix. Chances are you might need not need to even add anything. This is especially important when you're starting out because running a business is already a new challenge for you. Throwing too much frosting on the top will make the cake topple, or at the very least, not taste as good. When you over-offer, the waters become muddied. You will never be able to keep up with the quality. And once your client gets a taste of that, they are gone. And then eventually, so are you. Is your client experience sustainable? Or are you taking it too far? Maybe you're offering too many discounts for repeat sales. You're taking client retention to a new level with too many gifts. Hello, expensive. Or you've promised them too much of your time and now you're drowning in follow-up emails and text messages. Have your boundaries. Your marketing efforts have to be sustainable. Can't sponsor every 5K or buy every billboard ad down your closest highway. Unless you're already rich. Is this approach sustainable and affordable? 
or are there cheaper and more relevant options for your audience? Remember, free, quote unquote, things like networking can end up costing you too in time. So make sure you're choosing those wisely as well. Passion has to be sustainable too. Don't commit yourself to things that were outside of what you originally wanted or not suited for your lifestyle. It will kill your drive in a flash and you won't want to continue with your business. I constantly have to check myself and remind myself that I want to maintain a digital business. And in-person stuff just isn't something I should be agreeing to very often. I don't want to be one of those yes people. Frankly, there are a ton of elements to consider in terms of sustainability. They'll vary between types of businesses. Restaurants will need to consider things like the availability of free refills and hours of operation for impact on their utility bills. A podcaster needs to be very clear on how many shows he or she can develop, record, and market each week without blowing a gasket. An event planner can only be in so many places at once and needs to carefully choose and schedule the projects accepted. My goal is not to give you every last scenario in this conversation for you to consider in terms of sustainability. That's impossible. We'd be here for hours just trying. Only you know your limits, budget, passion, and audience. The point is to get your mind moving and thinking about how sustainability will play a role in the success of your business, in your ability to reach your goals. We all have growing pains and periods when we are figuring things out and seeing what works for us. But don't dawdle there. Get clear on what is going to make sense in the long run. Are you building something sustainable? If you take away anything today, take away a question. Ask yourself this. How can I reduce my commitments, raise my income, and maintain my reach while staying passionate and balanced in what I do? If you look at each aspect of your business and consider that statement, you'll be well on your way to building a business that is sustainable. Thank you for all of your listens, ratings, reviews, and social shares. I'm stoked Road and Reason continues to grow, and I invite you to stay in touch throughout the week on social media and hope you'll join me for another brand new episode next Monday in your favorite podcast app. I'll talk to you then. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswansiegman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.